Last thing I'll say about the Chargers game, and I'm probably lying because I was thinking of something else, but I, I, I'm back to being like not on the Tedrick Thompson bandwagon. Like, uh, I'm not seeing that guy make plays. I'm not seeing him anticipate. I'm not seeing him be impactful. Um, I, I think we're in trouble in our safety spot. I, I really do. Um, and I don't see an answer coming along anytime soon. Yeah, I think that's a good point. I think one of my big takeaways from the game was you really saw how much they miss Earl Thomas. And just the the speed you mentioned with Tedrick, his speed just doesn't show up. He doesn't flash. They didn't hit, they didn't hit too many deep balls. It was mostly the way Rivers moves down the field is in dinking and dunking. But, man, run support, you really miss Earl. You really miss him as a tackler. It just It's so noticeable that he's not out there and – yeah, Tedrick's play, maybe it's coming in practice, but he's he's not flashing. Hard to really evaluate him, though, without the all-22. Yeah, true. Yeah, th- that that is fair. Um, I think there's been a number of plays where he's he's been in a trailing position in a, a, a 1v1, um, you know, on a tight end or a back. He's not getting there in time. I've not. I've yet to see him make a positive play, right? Uh, anticipating a ball, knocking it down, um, you know, uh, bringing a, a receiver down as soon as they get the ball. Um, I mean, it's been a little while since that Charger game, and there's been a lot that's gone through my head. But my recollection is seeing players catch the ball and running away from him, and um, you know, getting uh, meaningful yards after the catch, and so. Earl Thomas is a guy that shuts things down. Um, people aren't running by him. That that is not something that we ha- haven't had an issue with. So we have to kind of leave that behind. Like we're never going to be happy if we compare everyone to Earl, right? I mean, the <laughs> the question isn't is he Earl. The question is is he a competent starting safety? I haven't seen enough either way to say. Like, and I think it's hard to really with his role, it's hard to pass too much judgment either way with, like I said, without seeing the all 22. I mean, in the first preseason game, he had a nice play where a, a back got loose and he came down and made a nice tackle. It wasn't anything splashy. It wasn't a huge hit, but he can't, he, he came flying down full speed, caught the running back full speed, tripped him up. Um, I think he it was still, you know, one where the, the back got the first down with it. Might've been Chris Michael, right? If I remember that, but anyways, it was a nice play. It wasn't, it wasn't Earl Thomas, right? Maybe Earl stops it earlier. Maybe Earl comes in and has a big hit, right? Tedrick's probably not going to come flying in and, and knock balls out on the goal line and stuff like that. But, um, but everyone's going to fall short of Earl, or short of Earl. That's fine. And, and but he's not he's not even making Jordan Babineau plays at this point yet. Like uh, but, uh, but it's, again, like totally different role, right? Like if. <laughs> If Jordan Babineau was asked to do what Tedrick's doing, we might see teams pushing it down the field a lot more, right? Um, and I and and you can't just say because they're not going downfield that that that, it, that Tedrick's doing a good job, right? It, it's it's really a black box at this point. I, I think it's there's stuff that we can see, but to pass a a real judgment on him at this point, it just is difficult. Yeah, I'm on, I, I I'm I'm losing confidence. Um, that that's where I am with it right now. I'm not seeing I'm not seeing flashes of plays that that give me more confidence in him. I'm seeing things that give me less confidence. So time will tell. Um, I would love for uh, I guess you're not saying that I'm wrong, but um, 
I hope that I am wrong and that, you know, we'll see, you know, something great come from him. But honestly, I, I do think that you see plays from players that, uh, from players that make plays. I'll, 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 I'll give you a footballism. Like, um, even in preseason, if, if you're going to flash, it's going to, it's going to show. And there's enough passes going on in that game. And I just didn't see it from him. So, I mean, I think the thing with Tedrick is if you think about it in terms of, well, if he gets four or five or six picks this year, that'd be great, right? I, I think everyone's going to be pretty happy about it. Uh, playing that position is a lot more than just getting interceptions, but that's probably pretty indicative of a, of a, of a solid year from him. And, and if you think of that, you know, if he gets five picks this season, that's one every three games, right? He's played two so far in the preseason. What does, if you kind of, what is concerning is I haven't seen him come close to a pick yet. I haven't seen him being involved in a play really like that yet. And so that's concerning. But again, yeah, I'm not saying you're wrong. And I'm not uh, a Tedrick truther. <laughs> I'm enjoying this. Part. Like, but like, I wanted I to push you to where you're, you're going to actually like really go after. I'm going to defend Tedrick and appeal to the authority. <laughs> like if Pete is happy with him, and Pete's been happy with safeties in the past that did not work out, but it sounds like everything right now is okay. And like, I feel like that's kind of one of Pete's pet, Pete's pet positions. Um, and that they're not freaking out about it is probably a good thing. I don't think they have an option. What else are they going to do? Like, is he going to say, Oh my God, this guy's falling. Teddy Thompson sucks. So let's, uh, we're going to put in Lorenzo Jerome. Jerron Johnson just got signed by the Cowboys. They didn't rush out and grab him. Dang. What's yeah. Dion Bailey up to? He's still out there probably, right? Yeah, that's what we're talking about. I mean, they're not doing even, like, they're not doing anything crazy. Like, you know, on the offensive line, like, they're getting Fant at right tackle, and they're putting Sweezy at left guard, right? Like, those are things where they're clearly showing, I don't know if concern is too strong of a word, but uh, the willingness to tinker. And we're not seeing we're not seeing McDougal at free safety and Hill or somebody else's wrong safety. We're not seeing Trey Flowers. And I know Trey Flowers, they want to turn him into a corner and that'll make sense. But like they're not doing anything where they're gonna tinker with Trey Flowers at safety. I mean, they've been steady here. They do they don't have a lot of options, but they do have some options and they're not giving those a run, right? Like I guess is uh Mo Alexander, he's back, right? Yeah, and in fact, Bradley McDougald is out for tomorrow's game, so the starting safety combination is going to be Tedrick and Maurice Alexander. Um, so we'll get a, a long look at, at Mo Alexander. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. You would think that McDougald and Alexander is a potential duo that they could go with, and injuries have kind of kept that from happening. I know that at one point they were doing that a little bit, so maybe that is a bad sign, but I don't know. We'll see. What do you guys make of Dante Johnson? Totally glad you brought Uh, that up. That's what I was thinking. Dante Johnson is going to get a lot of snaps this week. I believe Maxwell's out. Trey Flowers. It seems like Trey Flowers and him might be in competition for the right corner spot. And Trey's been okay. He hasn't made any plays on the ball, but he's been been fine. As for a fifth-round rookie, transitioning. But Dante Johnson, the second half of that game, was one of the bright spots. And, yeah, with Maxwell out this week, I think he's going to get a lot of runs. So is he a guy you guys think can play, or is he more of a depth guy? This is your guy, right, Brian? <laughs> um, I, yeah, I, I've been excited to see what he could do. Um, you know, 
he, <laughs> if you look at pro football focus, I mean, he was like one of the worst rated cornerbacks in football last year on San Francisco. So, and 49ers fans, like not big on Dante Johnson. Um, they were happy to see him go. Um, I've always liked his athletic profile. His, his, you know, he's got decent size. He's six foot, six foot one, even. Um, he's pretty strong. You know, his limited reps in this first game. So we'll, we'll kind of see. Uh, I definitely want to see him again and again and get some more reps. And I think that'll that'll happen um, in in this game. Uh, what I saw made me feel more confident in his ability to play that position than Trey Flowers. You know, if you're going to be talking about a starting outside corner. I, I'm as I've said before, I'm positive about what Trey Flowers has done. I think it's a good sign. I think this is a developmental year for Trey Flowers. He's on the field. I think that we're in trouble. I, I don't think that he's ready to handle regular season uh, starting responsibilities. Um, so Dante Johnson's a guy that's been around the league. Um, and yeah, I, I am excited to see more of him tomorrow. Um, I'm not assuming that he that means he's going to end up being the starter. I, I think We'll see what happens with this Maxwell groin. It is concerning that he's missed now all three preseason games. Um, and, and, and with Dominic Rogers camardi now signed and, you know, other guys, Skandrick signed and whatever, it doesn't feel like they're going to bring in another veteran corner to, to challenge Maxwell. So it's either probably Dante Johnson or Maxwell um, for that position. Yeah, I just wish we were talking about these two guys the same way we're talking about like Stringfellow and David Moore or, you know, I'm excited to see these guys and that they're interesting and Trey Flowers is the fifth, like uh, I'll do the disclaimer on Trey Flowers. He's fifth round pick. It's cool that he's out there starting doing as well as he is, but you know, it's not like, I don't think he's meeting NFL starter like that bar. Um, so I'm excited to see what they do because they really need someone to do something. Um, but it's it's a little scary right now. There's I don't know, this this the secondary is bad. Uh, it's bad. Uh, it's it 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 has the like bad potential for sure. Does it have does it have good potential? It does. I think what does that look to, like? What does that look like? I think Tedrick is a like a starter caliber caliber guy. I think he's what you hope he is, and that you know he kind of ball hawks and stuff and whatever. Uh, he's not going to be a star, but I think if he is uh, solid to good, that's that's good. McDougald, um, maybe he can kind of take a step and be you know not a star again, but like one like a, a good a, a really good player. Um, you need. Uh, Coleman to keep up his level of play. I think that, you know, he, he really is performing at a really high level for a nickel. Um, Quill take the next step. And then, yeah, like it's Trey Flowers and Dante Johnson. Can you get one of those guys to pop for you or can Maxwell come back and be serviceable? And, and then it's a lot of ifs. It's a lot of ifs. But each individual if doesn't feel like that big of a stretch. Getting them all to happen at the same time pretty pretty low probability but i want to go out the, there i want to go out there and say that there's i think there's a real chance for this secondary to end up with five interceptions or less collectively collectively is that a pass rush issue or just pure i i think it's across the it's it's, it's both but i'm i'm just even talking from ability to make plays um you know Shaquille Griffin had one interception last year 
Um, we've talked about that as a place where he needs to he needs to make progress. Um, you know, maybe Byron Maxwell, if he's you know he's definitely been a guy that's been able to create some turnovers, at least like force fumbles, things like that. But if he's not there, you know, um, questionable. Justin Coleman is the guy that made a couple plays last year um, from a turnover perspective. Bradley McDougal is not a ball hawk. He's not a guy creating a bunch of turnovers. I'd like to say that Tedrick Thompson is. Let me see it. <laughs> I'm yet to see it. Like, uh, for me to go in, like, I'm an optimistic guy in general, but we're talking about a guy that has zero career interceptions, right? Like, and so now we're going to predict that he has, like, that's my concern is that, like, the upside for this secondary, if they all play above their career averages, then maybe there's, like, you know, seven to ten picks, like... Well, it's not just about, like, these guys don't have a back of the the baseball card or whatever, right? Like, you know, Quill has one year. Thompson has no years. Hill has no years. McDougald has a few. Coleman has a couple now. But, like, you know, there's... There's there's youth here, and you can be you can always be optimistic about youth. What about Akeem King? We haven't even talked about him. Everybody's <laughs> favorite. I think he's no, but, okay. Well, we can get to King King in a second, but to look at this from a different perspective, though, the offense could help them in that regard, right? Game turnovers, I think, have a lot to do with game script. If the offense can force games to be high scoring. Um, Force team, force other the the opposing teams to pass and keep up with them. Then you have a better shot, uh, regardless of o- overall performance. I think you're going to see more opportunities, at least for the secondary to get picks. If this offense isn't very good and they're behind, then even getting five turnovers out of this secondary could be tough. So I think a lot rides there too. Their best chance of. Turnovers might be Michael Dixon's wonky wobbly punts. <laughs> yes. To not be able to catch those. If like Nico Thorpe is uh, recovering muff punts, does that count as a, a turnover in the secondary? <laughs> no, oh. no, it does not. You two, no. <laughs> best chance. Jeff, can we like? I I really feel the absence of of um, Evan right now. Like we've managed to get Nathan to be the positive one on the podcast. Like, how did that happen? Like. I feel like we should take a bow. Well, let's just bring up Michael Dixon. I think that'll switch fast. <laughs> I bet he's even positive about Michael. How can you not be positive about the number one punter in the NFL? He does look pretty good. Yeah, right? Wow. I'm mad. It's still a punter, and punters are dumb. But he does look like <laughs> Relative to other punters. Yeah. I think, I think he, his punts were pretty damn sexy in that game. Um, and... Uh, Based on the conversation we've been having, we are going to need every net yard um, that he can create uh, going into this year for sure. 